This is The First Time, Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series. Every show, we invite a group of storytellers to talk about different firsts and pick a song to go with it. The theme of this show was First Pass. Recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center with music by The First Time 3. Here's your host, Jen Sedini. Our last reader is Kristen Sotokun. She has over a million followers on TikTok. I know, right? I had to delete that shit because I fell down a rabbit hole of like South African gamer TikTok. It's like a scourge. I deleted it. But she's good. She's funny. Um, She can find anyone's birthday online using just their social media accounts and has a Siri on consensual doxing, even if they think they're super sneaky. Check her out on IG and TikTok as NotConJr. That's N-O-T-K-A-H-N Jr. Give it up for Kristen Sotokun. It's actually everyone else's fault that I graduated high school with a disgustingly massive ego, okay? Everyone else. Um, I mean, what did they expect casting me as the lead role of Joe March in our junior year production of Little Women, huh? Did they expect humility when I've got four monologues and one fucking onstage kiss? Hello? No. And being the shining star of that show also introduced me to a new drug of choice, endless praise from your less talented peers. Um, Which is a high that I chase to this day. Obviously. And did my parents think putting me on birth control at 16 years old would do anything else but inflate that ego? Did they really think I would humbly tell people the truth? I'm only on it because I kept bleeding through the mattress and the doctor said it may help. No. (laughs) Instead, I would mention to my friends mysteriously and vaguely, yeah, I'm on the pill. It's not a big deal. And then I'd carelessly walk away hoping that they all form the same conclusion behind my back. Oh, wow. She fucks. (laughs) Um, I know they didn't feel that. Can we just reenact it right now? So I'm going to say, I'm going to say I'm on the pill. It's not a big deal. And you just say all, oh, wow, she fucks. Okay. I'm on the pill. Thank you. So one leading role under my belt and some pregnancy-blocking juices swiftly coursing through my veins. What could possibly be next for an overconfident, greasy, theater-loving virgin with a 2.6 GPA? (laughs) Well, with those incredibly specific criteria, there are only two options here, right? Columbia College, Chicago. Or my preference, Walt Disney World, right? Yeah. I'd been accepted into a Disney internship program where you live and work at the parks. Uh, They choose your role for you, but there are so many of them. Housekeeping, merchandise, food and beverage, custodial. But what role made the most sense for insanely talented, addicted to positive attention me? Disney princess, Disney princess. Because I'd get paid for people to tell me that They love me, and they'd give me affection all day, and how hard could that be, right? Disney Princess was my destiny. Disney Princess hugged and adored by 
thousands of children every day was my destiny. Disney princess waving and blowing kisses in a parade was my fucking destiny, okay? And it continued to be my destiny until I moved into my Disney apartment, went through Disney training at Disney University. They call it a mouster's degree, okay, people? And then I was told that Disney internship participants aren't allowed to have the princess performer role. So I and the remnants of my underfunded auditorium-sized high school ego were given the coveted position of jungle gym monitor inside of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground. <laughs> and four months in that playground is a sufficient amount of time to consider how fucking delusional you've been about how cool you are in Rockford, Illinois for your whole four years of high school, okay? It's enough time to get spit on by a father because you wouldn't let his eight-month-old child go down the slide alone. Very true story, okay? It's enough time to watch a toddler defecate in one of the caves and then being forced to hold a giant prop leaf in front of the entrance until someone came to clean it. And it's definitely enough time to look in the mirror every day and say, what was I thinking? I don't even look like any of the princesses. I am half Asian and half white and none of them are. Who was I gonna be? Well, call it cosmic fate, everybody. Uh, call it destiny or call it an extremely problematic casting because Disney didn't give a shit about my ethnicity, all right? At the end of my internship, they held a singular performer audition that I was allowed to go to. And they immediately plucked my ambiguously ethnic ass out of that line, all right? And you know what those motherfuckers said to half Laotian, half Caucasian me? You look like Pocahontas. <laughs> And Mulan. You look like both of them. You look like both of them. <laughs> I was 18 years old and my current role had me blocking off child shit with a rubber leaf the size of a surfboard. So yes, I immediately accepted. I'm really sorry. In this day and age, I wouldn't do it. Okay? Okay. But I did it. Okay. <laughs> it would take me days to explain to all of you the every facet of the super secret training and bizarre rules that come with the Disney princess. Okay? Uh, prior to me getting this job, I had this fantastical idea of how easy it would be. Waving, hugging, autographs, makeup, that's it. Uh, but do you know what my actual main duty was? Lying to skeptical children and parents about my ethnicity because I did not adequately pass, surprisingly, as either Pocahontas or Mulan, okay? <laughs> Hello, brave warriors. Welcome to China. Yes, I really am Chinese, I'm Mulan. Yes, I can speak Chinese, I'm Mulan. <laughs> no, I'm not speaking Chinese right now because Mushu dared me not to speak Chinese all day and I really wanna win that bet. Yep, that sounds like Chinese you're speaking to me right now. Let's take a photo, okay? <laughs> yeah, let's take a photo. Wingapo friends, I'm Pocahontas. It's so nice to meet you. Yes, of course I'm Native American, I'm Pocahontas. Oh, you're a direct descendant of me. That is so nice that the wind carries my relatives to me every once in a while. Um, no, no I, I don't think we've ever heard of 23andMe in my village. Very, very impressed. Uh, why am I not dead? Well, I'm standing right in front of you. So, um, uh, oh, you visited my grave last year. That is very impressive. Okay, let's take, let's take a photo. 
And it was days and days and days of that for four years, four years of my life. Um, but besides the immense guilt about not being the right race, it was the most magical four years of my life. There is no genuine feeling like a child coming up to hug you while their tiny voice squeaks, I saw you in a movie. Do you remember the Chilean miners that were stuck in that hole? Yeah, one of them took a photo with me as Pocahontas because they sent them to Disney World after they got out of the hole. Um, that man chose to spend part of his post-hole life taking a photo with me. Me. The Joe March of Guilford High School's 2007 production of Little Women. Okay, he wasn't taking a photo with me. It was, he wasn't taking a photo with Joe March. He was taking a photo with me. Well, he wasn't taking a photo with me. He was taking a photo with Pocahontas. Nobody was taking a photo with me. They wanted Pocahontas and Mulan. Outside of the costumes, I was not either of them, and I never was Joe March, and I was on birth control for my debilitating periods, not for the fucking, okay? So if all I was ever doing was playing pretend and lying, then what the hell was this ego for? And who was I? The ego was my fault, wasn't it? Yeah. And who was I? Ah, an overconfident, greasy, theater-loving virgin with a 2.6 GPA. And this inadequacy I felt for never looking enough like Pocahontas or Mulan and being reminded by indigenous and Chinese people every day, you don't look like them. Uh, coupled with everyone only wanting to talk about Disney all the time with me. What's it like as a princess? What are you doing as a princess? And never really asking about me sent me into a spiral and I quit. And I, then I went and worked on a cruise ship and I had so many other random jobs until 2022 when I got on TikTok. And people started liking my content as me, not as the character I played, but me. And I felt like after 10 years, I could finally say, fuck you, Disney. I'm on my goddamn own as my goddamn self. And people like me as Kristen. And then, and then people started messaging me because they recognized me on TikTok with their photos from Disney World. Hey, is this you as Mulan on our family vacation from 2011? <laughs> yeah, it almost always was. I pretty much ignored the ones that it wasn't because I give them the benefit of, you know, <laughs> another Asian, sorry. Um, and I felt that ego that was not deserved creeping back to me when people would be so excited that it was me. I'd hesitate to say yes, but I would always say, yeah, that is me. I can't believe you met me. But they would always thank me for being kind to them, for being funny, for spending extra time with their children when it was clearly time for my break. And it was 105 degrees in Orlando, Florida, and every single one of those costumes is made of polyester. Why the hell are they all made of polyester? <laughs> my favorite story is someone commenting on my TikTok and saying, I don't know if you remember, but you were Mulan, and we said, and you asked where we were from, and we said, we're from Chicago. And I knew, living in Orlando, everyone who was 
around Chicago lied to the characters that they were in Chicago, right? So I'd always say, being from Rockford, Illinois, the biggest liars that they're from Chicago, I would say, where are you really from? And they said, we're from Schaumburg. And the only thing I knew about Schaumburg was Woodfield Mall. And I said, oh, Mushu told me he traveled there the other day. There's so many fields of wood there. Just a random comment. And they remembered it 10 years later. And they commented on my TikTok, oh, we remember the fields of wood. And I said, hey, that was me who came up with that. That wasn't just a picture with Mulan. That was Kristen telling someone a joke about Schaumburg fucking Illinois, right? <laughs> and I, I sat down, 2022, 10 years after I quit, and I said, oh my God, I was Mulan. I mean, I know I didn't save a country or anything, but every day I dressed up as somebody else to make other people happy, to, for the greater good, right? I never really thought about it because I was too busy worrying about people saying I didn't look enough in the character. I wasn't Chinese enough for Mulan. I wasn't Native American enough for Mulan, which is true. It was very true. But it just, I let only that consume me. And 10 years after, my, uh, 10 years after I quit, I finally gave myself the grace and my very first pass at being nice to myself and saying, you did a good job. You made people happy for four years, and you don't have to beat yourself up about it. My first day at Walt Disney World was August 23rd, 2008, 15 years exactly today. That weird ass ego is gone, I promise. My first ever roommate at Disney World is here. His name's Andrew. <laughs> and I can freely say I am so proud of myself for the happiness I brought people, not as a princess, but as myself. And I am even more happy to be known on the internet and to have almost a million followers, 980K. Please follow me because it's like 20K away. Um, <laughs> as just me, as, as me. And people like me for me. And that's all I could ever want. And I know that you're still wondering, um, yeah, I'm still on the pill.
First Time is hosted by Jen Sedini, with production by Bobby Evers, Andy Vasoyan, and Executive Director Julie Miller. The podcast is edited by Andy Vasoyan, with songs performed by The First Time Three. You can find this and other Chirp podcasts and interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.